0: Now again, this podcast series is really uh, an in-depth dig into that blog. I've got a a blog series called The Aging Athlete. Uh, I do an episode every week or every two weeks. uh, And I dig into basically what I do personally to try to stay active as I age. Uh, We all have these degenerating bodies. Uh, As we age, we all have to keep on top of this stuff. If we want to be that guy, who's 60, or 70, or 80, who's still working out, and or doing the things they love. So that's what this uh, blog series is about, and that's what this podcast series is about, with the podcast going into more detail than the blogs. I get asked all the time by patients how to control inflammation. This is a big thing, right? We all pop NSAIDs like they're M&Ms. Uh, Motrin, Aleve, Ibuprofen, uh, Advil. Uh, The problem is this stuff isn't so good for us. And what I'm going to talk about here is how I control inflammation of my body uh, as I get older uh, without putting myself at risk. What you shouldn't use. Uh, When I was in medical school, uh, I actually had a course on poetry. Now, this was kind of an experimental thing. They were trying to make doctors more human at the time, and they thought it would be a good idea to have a poetry course in medical school. And so we were required to read uh, poetry that was put out by doctors. And one of those doctors was called uh, William Carlos Williams. Uh, He was a poet laureate. And, And I'm paraphrasing here, but basically something stuck in my head from way back then, Uh, And he had said something like, I've seen death come on as slow as rust or as quickly and suddenly as a doorknob come loose in the hand. And really, uh, that's what this blog and this podcast series is about. Preventing the doorknob moments uh, and trying to stay on top of problems because those doorknob moments for aging athletes are when your shoulder rotator cuff just gives out and gets a massive tear. Or uh, all of a sudden, within weeks, your knee starts hurting, and you go and get an MRI and find out you've got severe knee arthritis. And you know that 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 joint's been hurting for a long time, but you just didn't stay on top of it uh, until it got bad. So that's what we're going to focus on here with inflammation today. So NSAIDs are common anti-inflammatory drugs that you see in the grocery store or by prescription. We've got Celebrex, which is a really common one, ibuprofen, which is also called Motrin or Advil, uh, Aleve, which is also called Naprosyn, Indomethacin or Indocin, uh, and Diclofenac, which has a lot of names, including Cataflam, Voltaren, lots of other things. Now, these are drugs that many patients take just to function. I've got patients out there that pop a Motrin just to stay active. They will pop a Motrin before they go skiing. uh, Or they'll pop a Motrin or an Advil or an Aleve prior to working out. uh, And without this, they can't function. The problem is that all of these drugs have serious cardiac side effects. All of them double to quadruple your chances of dropping dead from a fatal heart attack or stroke. So that's that door in the or that that's that door handle in the hand moment. Uh, one of those that I'm talking about. Meaning the last thing you want to do is you're trying to stay healthy. You're doing everything right, but you don't understand that by popping that uh, Motrin you're tripling your chance of dying from a sudden death heart attack. Now, this is a big deal. The American Heart Association has put out warnings about this, but we still see orthopedic surgeons, family doctors, et cetera, who uh, offer this stuff to their patients and who who recommend that their patients do this to stay active. Uh, Again, these drugs all have serious cardiac side effects. So you want to do something else to control your inflammation. Three simple supplements to control inflammation. Now I control my inflammation by taking three simple supplements every day. High dose fish oil, high dose curcumin, and glucosamine and chondroitin. Now none of these have any of the cardiac side effect risks that NSAIDs do. And I don't take any NSAIDs. Every once in a while, you might catch me maybe a couple times a year taking a Tylenol for a specific reason. Uh, But I generally don't take any NSAIDs at all. Um, I'm one of the few guys I know that's uh, in his late 50s that doesn't pop a good amount of Motrin. Uh, And I control my inflammation in my body by using these supplements. So let's go over these. The first is high-dose fish oil. Now a lot of people take fish oil that they buy at the grocery store and Costco. The problem is that they're generally taking far too low a dose and buying rancid fish oil. Uh, Now fish oil we believe is important to take to control inflammation because it contains omega three fatty acids that have been shown to be helpful for arthritis symptoms. There's several studies on that and uh, There's some studies that show that it may reduce the progression of arthritis, but that's not 100% confirmed as of this writing. There's just some studies that suggest that. However, suffice it to say that there's enough research backing up this stuff to add it to your supplement regimen. So if it's good for arthritis and generalized pain and inflammation, how much should you take? realized that the whole fish oil craze got started by some studies on Greenland Eskimos, which, uh, the proper name these days is Inuits. Um, and these folks, even though they were heavy because of where they lived, uh, they didn't have the same inflammation related diseases as we Westerners did. Uh, and, Now, you got to realize how Inuits use fish oil. They use it very, very, very differently. They don't go ahead and just take a little bit here and there that they buy at Costco. These guys use it on everything. They use it like salt. They use it like butter. They use it like mayonnaise. Uh, It's in everything they eat. They add it to fish. So they take extremely high doses of this stuff on average, they consume about 5,700 milligrams of omega-3 EPA, which is the stuff that helps to reduce uh, swelling in your body. So using this math, math, the average Inuit Eskimo consumes about 28 usual Costco-style fish oil caps a day. Think about that. Uh, You going to Costco and buying a big old bottle, And taking one or two of those a day is nothing like an Inuit who's taking 28 of those a day, or the equivalent of that. So I'd recommend, if you're going to take fish oil, that something closer to this higher Eskimo dose is what you focus on. Um, Now, you need to look at the amount of EPA and DHA that's in the fish oil, because you really want the EPA for musculoskeletal pain. And one of the ways you can cut down on having to take a lot of pills is to buy highly purified fish oil where that EPA has been concentrated. Uh, So for a concentrate that has 600 milligrams of omega-3s, this would be about 9 to 10 capsules a day with 3 at each meal. Now a higher concentrate that has a higher dose, something like Uh, uh, Nordic Naturals EPA Extra or the Regenix brand that we sell in the office uh, that has about a thousand milligrams of EPA and fifteen hundred milligrams of Omega-3. So there you're only taking two pills uh, twice a day. So so realize that you want to get the concentrated fish oil um, and also realize that if the fish oil smells fishy at all, it's not good fish oil. Good fish oil doesn't smell fishy. Um, So uh, I've given some recommendations in the blog about different brands that I use, um, but you want to get concentrated fish oil that has high doses of EPA. Uh, And this is a little bit harder to talk about in a podcast, so go to the blog to get this information where you can see links to what I take. high dose curcumin. Now curcumin is an Indian spice derived from the turmeric root. It's been shown to be effective in reducing pain and swelling, and it's as effective as ibuprofen in clinical studies. Uh, But it doesn't have those downside cardiac effects. Now realize that there's an art to finding the right curcumin brand, which has to do with how Indian food is prepared, meaning the spicier the better. So let me explain what I mean by that. Curcumin is absorbed very poorly in the gut. Uh, however, if you add in pepper or a pepper extract, then it's absorbed well in the gut. Uh, and that's, that's, that makes sense, because Indian cooking has got a lot of pepper in it. Uh, and there's a black pepper extract called pepperine, which you want to look for when you're buying curcumin supplements. So how much should you take? Usually one to two 500 to 750 milligram capsules twice a day. Uh, I tend to take mine all in the morning as I find it kind of messes with my GI reflux that I can have at night sometimes. Um, So uh, that might be a good advice to take it in the morning. But realize you're looking for a curcumin uh, brand that has this bioperine or a black pepper extract to improve uh, absorption in the gut. Glucosamine and chondroitin. Now, glucosamine and chondroitin are natural components that make up normal cartilage. Glucosamine is a building block that, along with chondrocytes or cartilage cells, helps to make cartilage. And chondroitin is the part of the cartilage that holds on to water. So these supplements are usually made by chemically breaking down shellfish or other natural animal byproducts like bovine hooves. Uh, And quite a few studies have shown that they can relieve pain and improve function in patients, with one showing they were as good as prescription strength, Celebrex. Now, what's really interesting is that glucosamine and chondroitin in studies have been shown to be what's called disease-modifying. That's a really big deal. That's the holy grail of osteoarthritis. Uh, This means that they may slow arthritis progression, as studies have demonstrated, less lost cartilage based on MRI and x-ray tracking for folks that were taking these supplements. So that's pretty, pretty good for a supplement. We don't have a drug that does that yet. Uh, now I realize more research is needed here, but, uh, again, uh, I would place a bet that that's probably accurate information, but who knows, maybe we'll have bigger studies that show that that's not the case, but so far that's pretty impressive. So how much of this stuff should you take? The dose for glucosamine uh, sulfate is 1,500 milligrams, and chondroitin sulfate is 800 milligrams. Now, most supplements are made from shellfish, so if you've got a shellfish allergy, then look for a supplement source from uh, cows or bovines. Uh, there's even a vegetarian uh, version made from corn fermentation. So you've got a lot of options here. So. In conclusion, there are ways to control your inflammation without popping a Motrin. Now, maybe you need to take an occasional Tylenol or an occasional Motrin. But getting on a regimen like this will help control that baseline inflammation so that you don't have to continuously pop those drugs. Because continuously popping those NSAID drugs is dangerous for your health. So thanks so much for listening uh, to episode 8, Controlling Inflammation. And this is the Aging Athlete uh, Podcast. Thanks so much and have a great day.